What do the pro-Palestinian protesters really want? Do they even know? Also, holiday gloom is real. How can you beat it? And Barbara Streisand's wake-up call to us all from her new book. I think you're going to see some logic in it. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Today we're at a desk instead of kitchen table talk. A lot of you do your life at your desk. Uh, you you know, you're there, you got your computer, uh, you got your iPad, you got whatever, uh, but you're at your desk, and at your desk uh, is where, you know, a lot goes on. You pay your bills at your desk, you often eat at your desk, you email people at your desk. Uh, so your desk is the, is the happening place. Uh, so today, we're at my desk here at the Corel Cast Studios in Maison Boulay. Uh, my giant graphics behind me. I hope you like them. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. So over the weekend, uh, this last weekend, of course, was Veterans Day. Uh, but that was juxtaposed. <laughs> I'll say it, juxtaposed. There we go. Uh, with marches of hundreds of thousands of people, whether it be in France, Germany, Germany the United States, uh, and half of the people out protesting are protesting anti-Semitism, which is like at a fever pitch all-time high. Uh, and the other half are out protesting uh, basically Israel. They want to free Palestine and, and all of that. And they're flying Palestinian flags, which is interesting because there is no Palestine. Uh, so it's pretty interesting that you're flying a flag of a country that doesn't exist. Uh, sort of like the Confederate flag. You lost... <laughs> You know, there is no Confederacy. Uh, anyway, so I was watching the news uh, from around the world. And in Europe, there have been arrests made uh, for hate speech and hate crimes and all kinds of just ridiculousness. Uh, and if you look at the news, anti-Semitism is everywhere and shouldn't be. Okay, first of all, whatever the Jewish government, whatever the Israeli government is doing right now, whether you agree or disagree with that, that is not they don't speak for every Jew everywhere. And while I believe that every Jew everywhere wants Hamas to be conquered, and as a gay man, so do I, uh, I also don't believe that every Jew everywhere wants just an indis just you know some sort of indiscriminate number of Palestinians dead. I think they'd like to do this as peacefully as possible. Yesterday, Sunday, a, hot uh, a hotel, a hospital in Gaza fell, basically, uh, however, Bibi Netanyahu is out there saying, yeah, but Hamas is using these hospitals as cover to run their occupation. But that's not the point. The point is the protesters. The protesters are out and they are protesting. And, and as with most protests, do they even know what they're saying? For instance, if you're out there protesting pro-Palestinian, like the ridiculous girl in the Apple store who was probably fired by now, for uh, having a Palestinian flag hanging out of her uniform. It went viral on social media because a Jew took issue with that. Uh, and she shouldn't have had anything on her uniform, period. I mean, it, she was on the work floor. Steve Jobs would not have approved. Uh, so anyway, so they're out there saying, yeah, free Palestine, free Palestine, you know, from the river to the sea, from the river to the sea. And what these people are saying without knowing it, I, I truly believe most of them are just idiots because that's how divided we are now. If there's a topic 
50% of people have to go on one side and 50% have to go on the other. That's just, they don't even know why. They just do. So basically, if you say from the river to the sea, free Palestine, what you're saying is get rid of Israel. Now, that is only not going to not happen, but it shouldn't happen. Israel was established by treaties, yes, but Jews have always been in the region, and it's been there almost 100 years. It is a country. Deal with it. Okay, that's, that's the first thing. So these people who are out at these pro-Palestinian rallies, they don't even know what they're out there saying or chanting or doing. Because if they did, they would understand that abolishing Israel, which is what Hamas would like, is just not in the cards. So as I sit here at my desk on this Monday, perusing the headlines, I have to think that, again, like everything else, this has just gotten way out of control. The media is not accurately informing the people about what is going on, what two sides there are, and the history of the region, as well as the solutions that could be possible. They're just not. They're just either giving all this media to the pro-Palestinians, which, by the way, you can be pro-Palestinian and pro-Israel. Okay, because I am. I, of course, believe that the Israelis and Palestinians should live side by side in a two-state solution where the Palestinians are governed by their own government that they elect uh, and that they are not so dependent upon Israel and that they work with Israel for the better good of Gaza and for the West Bank, and then they also work for the betterment of Israel, that they all work together to have peace in the region. That is my wish. Now, it's been the wish since the dawn of the region, uh, but it's my wish. And the Israelis have made mistakes, the Palestinians have made mistakes, but make no mistake, Hamas is the enemy. Okay, that's the enemy. That's the body that kills people, terrorizes people, keeps their own people in poverty. Hamas. How does Israel get rid of Hamas without racking up tens of thousands of civilian casualties? I don't know. And when is enough enough? When do we say, Israel, you've killed too many, you got to stop and find a different way? Well, no one told us that in Iraq. No one told us that in Afghanistan. So what's the answer there? Time. This is going to play out. And over that time, you need to be tempered. Okay? You want to show support for Israel? That's great. You want to show support for Jews? That's wonderful. You want to show support for Palestinians? That's also great. But don't blindly go down and join a movement or join a parade or join a cause if you don't really know what those people are there for. And if they're saying free Palestine from the river to the sea, what they're saying is get rid of Israel. So stop that. Okay? Stop going out. I wish half the world would stop doing stuff just because the other half of the world sees things differently. It's right here in the United States. We, we are so divided, but we don't need to be because we agree on about 90% of the stuff. There's 10% of stuff that we all don't agree on, but we agree on about 90% of the other stuff. And the same here. I think everybody wants peace in the region. 
I think everybody wants the Palestinians to have their own state that they govern free of Hamas. Okay? I think a majority of Palestinians feel that way, a majority of Israelis, and a majority of the world. And we have this minority, Hamas and the people that support it, and the hawks that are in Israel that, yes, they pound the shit out of Gaza until they give up every hostage and make them bleed. and make, Yes, there are hawks in Israel just like there are here, so, but they're a minority. I believe the Israeli people, as well as the Palestinian people, want peace. And so what do I support and who do I support? Peace. That's what I support. Peace for the Israelis to live in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem and other areas and not have to worry about bombs or being kidnapped or being attacked at a music festival. And peace for the Palestinians who don't have to worry about Israel arbitrarily cutting off their power, or closing down their hospitals or bombing the crap out of their homes. I want peace for both sides. Now, if that's not possible, then there is a bigger problem. If it's just not possible, if it's never, ever going to happen, then there is a bigger problem. There have been people that have compared the Jews to Nazis. They've compared the Jews to Hitler, saying they're doing genocide. That's just an unfair and wrong thing to do. You know, temper all of this. Get informed. Support peace for both people, the Palestinians and the Israelis. Have peace be the only thing in your mind. That's the only side you should be on, the side of peace. Okay? It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Hello, my loves, and welcome back. We're at my desk today instead of uh, kitchen table talk. We're at desk talk. Tiny. It's a tiny desk. If PBS didn't already use tiny desk, I would say tiny desk, but uh, we'll call it the wee desk. We're at the wee desk, the wee little desk, uh, and we're doing wee little desk talk, stuff that you might talk about when you're at your desk today. So certainly the news of Israel and Palestine, something you're going to talk about. Uh, Also, the holidays are upon us. They are. There's sales everywhere. There's uh, you know, they're starting to, trees are coming up and being sold and turkeys are already for sale for Thanksgiving. And then Christmas ornaments are already out and about. Um, so the holidays are upon us. Uh, and, you know, I have to be honest with you. I, since moving to Vegas, get the holiday blues. Okay. Because I can't have a big holiday here with lots of people. And because Candy, Jake and Heather's mother, Andrew's sister, and I are not at the best of terms, I can't go and be with them on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And that was a huge part of my life for many years. I can do it before or after or right around, but 
Candy and Scott will be with them. And the kids don't want to be put in the middle of that. And I don't blame them. So, and many of you may have a situation like that where the things you used to be able to do, you can't do now because someone there and you don't get along anymore. Maybe you moved. Maybe you're not friends. So the holidays, as more joyous as they tell you to be, can actually make you more depressed. And the happier you see a lot of people, the sadder you get. And you know what? It would be unfair to say that I'm not one of you. I am. Now, I researched, there's a lot of stories out right now about holiday blues because it's seasonal. The days are shorter. The nights are longer. You're being told to be happy, which seems kind of forced. Some of you can't celebrate the holidays the way you want to because of the economy these days. Thanksgiving dinner is going to be a fortune. uh, And Christmas presents are all doubled in cost. You know, Oprah came out with her favorite things. And one of my favorite things is on her list, which is an uni electric pizza oven. I want one so bad because I can't have gas or wood fired here. So the electric would be perfect. They're $900. They're on, well, $1,999. They're on her list of favorite things. And I thought only Oprah would put a $1,000 item on her list of favorite things because she's just oblivious to the fact that none of us have $1,000 to spend on a pizza oven. Unless we're one of the 18% of the country that makes more than $100,000. But you or I, the notion of you or I spending $1,000 on a pizza oven right now, something you'd only use maybe once or twice a week, you're not going to use it every night. I desperately want one, but I'm a chef. You know, I'm I'm a home cook. I would use one several times a week for bread, for vegetables, for pizza. What makes them so special is they heat up to 900 degrees. Your oven won't do it. And so you can get that perfect crust. You can get a great bread. uh, You can just roast vegetables perfectly. It's a great thing to have. Do I want one more than anything? Yes, I do. Does Oprah put it on her favorite things? Yes. Am I going to buy it? No. Is anyone going to buy it for me? No. So... The holiday blues are real and not just about stuff, okay? It's, it's not just about stuff. It's about everything going on in the world, the, the tomfoolery with Donald Trump and that evil specter looming again, climate change, very real, a volcano is about to erupt in Iceland. Last time it did, remember, it disrupted air travel all over the world. So there's a lot. Money isn't going as far as it used to. Gas is still high. Traveling over the holidays is going to be more expensive. A lot of you want to be joyous, but you're having the trouble. So there's a couple of things you can do. I do them already. So I'm not going to say they don't work. They do. You know, I'm not in a, quote, bad place, unquote. I just do every year get the holiday blues. I do, especially since moving to Vegas. And some of the things you can do Uh, is, and this is according to three stories that are out today, by the way, three editorials out about this today. First of all, the gratitudes, I call them. I have a lot to be grateful for this holiday season, and so do you. So don't let the enormity of the season, don't let that take away from you. Don't let that cloud your gratitude for what's going right. You do have food. Most of you do have a place to live. You do have clean running water and heat and air conditioning. Okay, most of you have enough money to at least pay your bills. You may have debt, but you, you're not late. You don't have bill collectors hounding at your door. Okay, most of you have someone or something to love. I have Ember, 
I have Steve. I have friends like Brandon and Daniel and, you know, many, many Heath and Laura. And I could go down the line, but I've got friends. And while they may not be here in Vegas, most of them, you know, and spawn all every morning. I, you know, David and Toby in Florida, you know, so I've got friends that I will speak to around the holiday season and I will get gifts from my niece and from my nephew and from, you know, Steve and probably Daniel Charleston and probably a few other people, some of you even. So even though it won't be the big raucous Thanksgiving and Christmas that I'm used to feeding five people, 10 people, 15 people, sometimes 20, I've had Thanksgivings for 40 people. Uh, you know, I have to, I've had to rent things at Park Howard, rent tables, rent dishes, all of that, because I had like 25 people coming. So although it won't be one of those, at least I will be alive. So gratitudes. 75 blood tests I had, 75 lab results, all of them normal except one. And the one that was abnormal was not enough creatine, creatine in my pee. And guess what? That's low because I'm what? A vegan. And I was overhydrated. I had drunk 64 ounces of water before going. So if they did that test again, it would be normal. So I'm 61 now. And I might have something raging in my body or whatever. I don't know. But as of right now, every one of the labs they took was normal. My colonoscopy this year, normal, you know? So if there is something inside of me, I would have a fighting chance of beating it. Thursday night, I get a scan on my brain, my neck, and my back, and we'll see how all of that is. I'm anticipating it be, well, the neck and back screwed up. That's why I'm on disability. Uh, and the brain, hopefully, for lack of a better word, nothing. So you do your gratitudes. That helps you in the holidays to pull yourself up. Help someone that needs it. That actually makes you feel better over the holidays. Donate to a food bank. Uh, give charity. Go help serve somewhere at the missions, whatever. But actually giving your time to others that need it over the holidays make you enjoy yours more. So that's something you can do. So the gratitudes, that's the first thing. And you should be doing it every day, twice a day, when you wake up and when you go to bed. You should be doing the gratitudes. I am grateful for this bed that I'm sleeping in. I say that every night. I'm grateful for being here with Ember in this room with an air conditioner, a humidifier, an air purifier. You know, I'm, I'm like Cleopatra's chamber, you know, and just grateful for it. Grateful for this studio to reach you all, to be able to do all this fabulous multimedia stuff, to be at the desk. So your gratitudes, Help people that maybe you wouldn't normally help. And then don't forget, get outside and get moving. That can really actually help beat the holiday blues. Walk at least an hour a day outside. Get outside. Of course, if you got the blues and you're passing all these houses that are decorated and you didn't decorate your house and you feel like a Scrooge. <laughs> I know, I know. And be honest about it. Don't force the, the ho-ho-hos, you ho. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't feeling ho-ho-ho-ish, don't force it. Talk about it with someone. Talk about it with a friend. Say, you know, I'm just not feeling the holidays this year. And then maybe that friend will say, well, why don't you come over and we're having a party? Or why don't we go see the sphere? As soon as Steve doesn't have COVID, we're going to go see all the holiday stuff around Vegas. Vegas really dresses up for the holidays after the stupid freaking Grand Prix is out of here. 
So we're going to go see the new floral arrangement that'll be at Bellagio for the holidays. We're going to go to Sam's Town. They have a big thing. And you just feel so holiday-ish. Do stuff that you enjoy. Be grateful for the things in your life that you have. Get outside and walk for at least an hour. And if all that fails, drink. <laughs> Heavily. A hot toddy. Okay, an ounce and a half of Irish whiskey, some lemon, some honey, some hot water, and a cinnamon stick. It'll tap all your troubles away, honey. I'm telling you right now. It'll put the merry in many a Christmas. So if you can't beat them, join them with a drink in your hand. I'm telling you. Eat an edible. I did. <laughs> Actually, I did already. If I did. you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Her name is Barbara. Oh, yes. Here is the 996-page tome. My name is Barbara. I read an editorial today uh, from Salon, or yesterday, Sunday, from Salon. Uh, and also, there's another editorial in USA Today, and then another article coming out in The New Yorker about one little thing uh, that Barbara says in the book and that she has said in a few interviews. And these editorial writers have said, let us all have it be the harbinger. Let, let it be the wake-up call uh, that we all need. And a couple of them are saying, look, I don't even like really Barbara Streisand, but I heard her say this, and then I read about it in her book, and I realized that I'm like her, and I need to change. And what are we talking about? Well, I've mentioned it here, but now... Uh, it is actually the source of editorials at three major publications out in the world and the topic on more than a few talk show hosts. And that is, Barbara said she's 81 years old and she hasn't had much fun. Now, this is a woman who eats pancake in bed with James Brolin and her puppies, has a mall in her basement that has everything but a cashier. And that's the truth. It's a mall with little rooms, and each room is like a store. And in each store, there's things that she loves, whether it's costumes or dolls or china sets or tea sets. There's a tea room that would make anything I could do look ridiculous. There's a dog room. It's a mall. It's, it's been described as a mall, and it is a mall. She has worked with the biggest names in show business. She has you know, tried to fulfill almost every dream uh, of hers, although she didn't get to do Gypsy. And she says along the way, she wasn't having much fun because there was always an issue, always a problem. There was always something to do. And so just relaxing and having fun, just fun, you know, where there's no real agenda, just fun. Uh, well, that's the agenda, uh, was something she has not done. So these writers, or done very much of, 
So these writers at these three various publications, Salon and uh, New Yorker and another, USA Today, I think, have said that we as a people the, uh, in America, we are losing our ability to have fun. And I couldn't agree more. A, we are about the least lightened up group of people that you have. You know, it's someone's like, lighten up. Now, I'm not talking about the people that are so ignorant they just run around in some sort of euphoric phase because they're just too stupid to live. I'm not talking about them. They have fun all the time. You know, they're idiots. Idiots often have fun. But learned individuals have been having trouble having fun. Uh, There's student loan the minute you get out of college. There's a workforce that may or may not want you anymore. There's climate change going on. All the reasons you might be having the holiday blues. Uh, family interdynamics. Families may still be split. Trump versus Biden, you know, blue versus red. Women's rights, gay rights versus, you know, evangel. So there's all these policies and politics of everyday life going on. And of course, there's work. There's work. Or if you are on a fixed income, then there's conserving money. You're not just going out and spending it willy nilly. Now, it would appear a lot of people are having fun. Like, you know, Pink has sold $350 million in concert tickets. Adele, uh, you know, Beyonce, they've all, Taylor Swift. You would think that going to those concerts were fun. But a lot of people that were interviewed after the concerts said because of the amount of money that they had to spend to go to the concert, they didn't have as much fun because they were thinking the whole time about how much the night cost them. So... I believe, as does the editorial writers, and as Barbara points out in her book, that we are becoming a nation that doesn't know how to have fun. And I'll give you a case in point. My show is still wildly entertaining. It is possibly one of the most insightful and entertaining shows not being listened to by billions of people. Uh, But that doesn't matter. As David Hall once said, I've got entertainment covered or entertaining covered the minute I roll out of bed. You know, I'm an entertaining person. So I know the show is entertaining. And I know it's thought-provoking. And I know it's needed. But is it much fun? I used to have a ball on radio, whether it was working a drive-thru at a McDonald's or being a homeless person out on the street or whatever it might be, going to Ireland and and interviewing people in pubs and on their streets and interviewing their leaders and taking you all with me, I used to have a ball on radio and on podcast. And including cooking, which I love to do. Singing, which I adore. I told you I was going to start doing this segment Corel Karaoke or Karelaoke. I did it three times. And because I got one negative comment, I got 100 positive comments, but got one negative one, I stopped. And so I believe that we are becoming a people of, that are forgetting how to have fun. So this holiday season, not just this today, Monday, but this holiday season, I want you to concentrate on some fun, some spontaneous fun. Whether it's going out and playing a game with your kids or your grandkids, whether it's going shopping because you like to go shopping and you forgot that you like to go shopping whether it's listening to incredible music that you haven't really had time for or to sit down to do, water skiing, boating. We all had things that we enjoyed prior to COVID, prior to Trump, 
We all did. I used to love going to plays. And, and a lot of it, is, yes, it's money. You know, a lot of it's going to be money. But we're going to have to have fun without money. I mean, I used to when I was dead-ass broke. Andrew and I had a ball. And half of our relationship or more, we had no money. We traveled. We had friends and family. We went to parties. And we didn't have a ton of cash. So there are ways to do it. Because Barbara is right. You can live an incredible blessed, privileged life like she did, okay, or still does, and not have much fun. There are poor people out there that, that are 81 that had more fun in their 81 years than Miss Streisand did, by her own admission. Don't be one of them. Being, being, don't be her. Not in that department. You know, I always wanted to be her. I don't want to be her in that department. And it saddens me that my whole life I emulated her and her career, and I find out now that it wasn't much fun for her. I, I thought she was having a ball. I guess you never know, do you? So we all, you, I need to become more fun. I do. I need to get back to being a fun person again. I'm, wor I'm so worried about Ember's health, my health, your health, uh, economic health, you know, actual health, uh, pandemics and climate change and, and gay rights and women's rights and uh, Trump winning again and, and the economy and will I have enough money when I, if I live to be 80? And I'm so worried about all that. That ain't much fun. So let's pledge today to try to have some fun. I am Corel. You'll be who you want to be. Fun so don't hurt anybody. Let's try to have fun for the holiday season. I mean, it's only like a month and a half. Let's do it. Come on. You can do it. Hey, Hi. it's Corel. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.